Hi everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Beer Bubbles. This time it's me, CC, who missed out on a great interviewing opportunity. Rasmus had us covered though. One of the last weeks before leaving El Yatat for Akrat, he had the boys from Orebrygg Company in for a tasting. He sat down with owner and brewer Anders Abrahamsson and this is what they talked about. Enjoy! Hi Anders, what's up? Uh, all good, uh, busy weekend in uh, Stockholm, uh, but uh, finally here uh, at Eljatat uh, to do some pod with you. Yeah, share almost. A, share a couple of beers. Oh, definitely. We're drinking something right now. Uh, we're drinking yeah. Fjellen Pale Ale. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it's almost a year ago since you were here. Yeah. So cheers. Yeah. Welcome. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, about a year ago, Anders was here and did a tasting. Yes. What was that tasting about? Uh, you basi- remember? <laughs> yeah, 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 we do. Uh, it was the only tasting we did <laughs> last year. <laughs> Since it's, uh, uh, it was uh, really uh, the worst COVID time, uh, probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had a, a really great time. And uh, it, uh, it was a good showcase of our beers at, at that moment, I think. And uh, yeah, we had a really lo- lovely time. Yeah, yeah, we were here for the tasting was about two, two and a half hours, something mm. like that. And then uh, I got your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Still have it. And we're drinking Fjellan Pale Ale right now, which is kind of a different Pale Ale than the usual Pale Ale, right? You told uh, me a little yeah, bit about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. We had a discussion about this uh, because uh, for. For the last uh, three years, I would say, we've been uh, using Quake since we're just uh, really, really close to the border of uh, Norway in the Trondheim area. Uh, and in that area, uh, historically, uh, Quake has been uh, uh, a thing on the, in the farmhouses in that area. Uh, and uh, my... My, I really uh, am interested in in the historic side of of brewing, and uh, since it's a huge difference between Sweden and Norway, uh, my guess was it was probably uh, some kind of historic legis- legislative thing that uh, caused it to to just disappear over time on the Swedish side of the border. So I, I just got really interested and uh, read all the. Uh, Marius Gashol uh, articles uh, uh, at that time, and actually drove to Trondheim <laughs> to to get my hands on the, on the, on some quake. And since then, uh, we have been utilizing it in our brewery, uh, not in the sense of making beer fast. Just for me, this is Scandinavian saison. Uh, that that is why I want to use it, and and it's. Uh, hugely versatile yeast that I I really love <laughs> basically <laughs> it's a delicious yeast when you when you handle it the right way and, and the correct way yeah yeah and that is uh, that is always up to the up to the brewer and and we got our way and uh, I guess everyone uh, uh, does it their own way but mm. we really uh, like to let it go and do its thing so we're using it at really really high temperatures uh, uh, but then again, we also let it really 
spend the time to cool off and 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 lager it for a while uh, that is our experience to to make it do what we want to do uh, so one of the few pale ales that gets better <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i i really think uh, the 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 estuary side of it uh, really lends uh, a foundation for our uh, in this case a pale ale uh, uh, for the hops to to dance on basically and even though the over time uh, the hops might fade away but you still have that ester uh, foundation that i i find interesting it's delicious but now we talked about the beer but what a brewing company yeah the history be- behind that when did you start who are you uh, it's yeah. not only you it's yeah a yeah yeah, people, yeah right? no it's uh, definitely not only me uh, uh, it's uh, it was formed by uh, uh, my wife and uh, two friends from the very very early beginning uh, and uh, uh, we were j- basically four people that had moved to Ore, uh sitting on a really really late night uh, <laughs> figuring out what the hell to do now that we all had moved to to order and uh, since we had been frequent uh, visitors to Akurat and I I had uh, just came back from a, a, a longer stay in the US and really discovered craft beer uh, I just uh, and had been Uh, thinking about the idea for a while and just let's start a brewery uh, and no one uh, had even been close to uh, brewing beer <laughs> at that point <laughs> but we said hell yeah we're gonna start a brewery <laughs> and then we spent two years basically uh, figuring out what that was <laughs> ah, <yeah. laughs> you know uh, we did two brews in the kitchen and said hell no this ain't a way to 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 learn how to brew beer <laughs> basically <laughs> uh so we we got a we got the opportunity to to be able to be in a production kitchen uh doing all the experimental brewing in there uh which was uh, uh i think now looking back pretty key so you had a sanitary environment to to do that in so uh yeah and then we just uh it was uh Uh, some work <laughs> involved <laughs> uh, we got a brewery set up in uh, Huso which is a little village nor- just north of uh, on the, or on the north side of Åreskutan uh, where we started in uh, 2012-2013 we released the first beer in, in 2013 but uh, got started in uh, 2012 uh, and uh, From that point, uh, uh, it was uh, Anton, uh, which was uh, one of the, the founders, uh, who's no, lo- no longer uh, with us, but uh, uh, he's alive, but not in the brewery. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, just about to ask. <laughs> like yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of noticed that. <laughs> uh, he, he's a sommelier, uh, and uh, my other uh, colleague, uh, Daniel, uh, he w- he's a chef. Uh, my background is in economics, uh, and I also love uh, all the gadgets in a brewery. So I'm mm. the technician and uh, <laughs> and brewer, the house and nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the I'm the janitor, <laughs> basically. Isn't every uh, brewer? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Professional janitor and cleaners. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our uh, that's and still is our foundation because uh, uh, we uh, have always. Uh, I think everyone has their own thought, but we have a really clear thought mm. about why and how we want to make beer, basically. And that is that come from that. Uh, Anton being a sommelier, Daniel being a chef, and so we we really was sitting down in the Finnish brewery and said, "What the hell are we going to brew?" <laughs> <laughs> Because we had been through all like the really. At that point, you did really bitter, really hoppy, really mm. strong shit, uh, just because it was fun. But no one of us liked to drink that. Uh, we like to pair beer to food, and we like to have at least another beer, uh, not just one beer. And that has really uh, formed our little uh, focal point, or uh, uh, yeah what you want to call it so every beer we brew has to pass through that hole <laughs> and if it doesn't fit we will not brew it basically so you yeah. kind of created this philosophy about around what type yeah. of beers you want to make and what they're yeah. supposed to be uh, for yeah and and uh, uh, the idea uh, formula formulated idea was basically like taking classic beers and and put a modern touch to it uh and and i i really think that still goes uh but but then again the most important part is that the beer should go really well with food and if you have one you should want to have another mm. uh, and that is what has uh basically formed our uh our view on what is balance in a beer mm. because if it's not balanced uh it, it will not fit into any of those uh uh, uh kind of yeah i don't know gates that oh, yeah, it yeah. has to <laughs> to pass <laughs> uh, so even if we try to do an imperial stout uh, mm. uh it you should want and be able to drink one whole bottle of it as well uh, after you had the first all right yeah. so you need to be able to drink two of them yes and that is really hard but that is why we, like when we don't do uh sweet imperial styles we mm. do dry imperial well attenuated imperial so styles. no pastries uh, just n- no 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 uh, <laughs> no Notice how many times he's no to that question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Uh, we're not really into that uh, side of it. Uh, we're we're always looking for the flavors. We're interested, in, really, really interested in the flavors that you can have in a beer, but uh, always uh, in balance with the rest of the beer. Mm. It's like, no, we will not do a uh, uh, fruited sour, which has tons and tons and tons of fruit because that means it will only taste tons and tons of fruit you Mm. forget about the beer that should carry the fruit Mm. that is our we we want to make a beer that uh, the fruit adds something to but it still should be a beer not something that is just fruit and alcohol <laughs> i would say it can be delicious too but <laughs> it, it can yeah <laughs> and, and and really i, I uh, 
uh, I have full respect uh, for that side. It's just we don't, we really just don't want to do that. No, and that's. Uh, I think that's good that you focus on the the styles and the beers that you want to make and that you s- yeah. yourself actually drink and enjoy. Because yes. I, I imagine the product gets a lot better because because of that. Instead of doing something yeah. you don't really drink and you're yeah. like, oh, okay, we really have never made a beer. Just to, okay, yeah, we g- let's do this beer because we'll make a ton of money or it will be a, mm. cra- a crazy beer. We don't, we never done that, <laughs> but actually, because then I I wouldn't enjoy the beer, mm. and then we will not <laughs> brew that beer <laughs> basically. Well, I'm uh, only thinking about the, the Mirabel. It's, oh. <laughs> but I don't know if I could have two bottles of that. <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, honest, <laughs> Mirabel is uh, actually out on a limb at the moment. Yeah. Uh, we're not really sure we can recover the the yeast, uh, so I'm I'm uh, I'm working mm. on that. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and the tree, which we captured that uh, yeast culture from, has since been cut down. So it's not impossible to to do another capture. <laughs> that is uh, just tragic. It's not my uh, tree because if it were, it would always be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it seems like we have some visitors coming into the podcast. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> we are Leo and Aaron from Corner Club. That's where we live. <laughs> So Anna-Maria works at the cocktail bar upstairs from Aljetat and yeah. we are doing the Sunday party. Yeah. Where the time we are recording this. Sunday. <laughs> 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 I regret this one already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try two beers. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Anders, which one do you want to start with? Uh, we are going to actually start with uh, uh, the more complex one, I mm-hmm. think, because the other one is more of a, a mind tweak. Uh, I'll tell you a bit more about it when we get to it. Uh, the the first one is uh, Cuvée, our first Cuvée uh, of one and two year old beers. Uh, and uh, it's I like the size of this bottle. Yes, I love big that format. Yes. Uh, We're big girl size. <laughs> big person size. <laughs> yeah, it's a good size if, if you want to just want to have the one beer. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And it's basically a blend of uh, uh, three of the releases we did last year, uh, plus the last barrel we filled in 2020. And uh, then a small re-fermentation uh, again uh, upon blending. And uh, this is it. What's uh, the ABV? It's uh, 6.8. All right. Yeah. And it's uh, what I find uh, to be the most uh, fun thing to explore at the moment. We've been doing this for the last three years. And it's... Uh, a more food-friendly type of beer, I would say, uh, and it's it's just the the wild bacteria and and yeast uh, that works on the beer uh, creates a whole other thing uh, than regular beers. Uh, Funky. Uh, I'm just like really curious. What makes a beer food-friendly? Uh, I would answer uh, balance and then slightly. Uh, 
some acidity will help uh, and then also uh, what I find in this beer is that even though it's bone dry it still has a body to it which uh, both the alcohol and and the time I would say lends to it 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 develops a really nice body although it's it's bone dry mm. so it's, it's really cool yeah so it's like round tart not sour uh, we don't do the 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 level of sourness in this beer has actually been t- designed <laughs> to be just this sour because if you go mo- mouth puckering sour then you can't enjoy this beer to food yeah so that is why the yeah that is why this beer is what it is and it's uh, one part uh, spontaneous capture from my garden uh, from birch sap uh, and in the birch sap there's some some critters that creates this level of acidity uh, and together with some uh, bread strains uh, and uh, there is some saison there is some fake and whatever now lives in our barrels basically you, f- you feel the the, the bread a little bit afterwards, yeah, it comes through really yeah. well. Yeah, is that the horse sweat? Type yeah, that's the funk. Mm. That's the funky tones you have in the, the in the back of your mouth. Yeah, love yeah. the horse sweat in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, mm, delicious. So, uh, <laughs> but it's also kind of moderate funk, uh, mm. which we also find to be kind of important to not go over the top and not be the the horse sweat. Barnyard. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You have like this like juiciness of it, yeah. And it's like like you said, like the acid doesn't like contains everything or like yeah. gets uh, get out of the way. Just like yeah. starkness, round it up. Feel Thank like you. Peachy. Yeah. yeah, and it's actually the the beers uh, that make up this cuvee is uh, one that uh, was uh, uh, conditioned with uh, blueberries and wild strawberries. Uh, and one that was conditioned on uh, cloudberries mm. and then one just uh, uh, non, non-fruit conditioned version which was uh, local malts from our closest maltster mm. in Norway uh, What does it mean when you condition something with blueberry for example? Uh, as an amateur, I don't really uh, Basically you put fruit in the beer let it sit and, and eat in uh, eat all the sugars uh, from that fruit and, so you let and it lend sit and ferment and yes like yes yes, yes yes he eats the sugar and poops out the alcohol yeah <laughs> exactly and taste yeah basically. so and not the alcohol monster but uh, but basically just chew up what's in there and i guess as in uh, when you distill uh, distill like uh, fruit fermentations you get a you all the alcohol carries notes uh, of that fermentation through. Uh, okay. So that's the that's just a fun uh, <laughs> uh, puzzling part, uh, uh, I would say. Definitely. And you also have another one. Yes. Uh, With you. And this is our. This is a. Uh, 
Yeah, this is a young, uh, fresh, wild beer, uh, and it's a continuous uh, collaboration we have with Undersorkes uh, Schwack, uh, which is uh, uh, basically Favikens uh, charcuterie. Oh, uh, that place, yeah. yeah. And uh, there, there are some really, really good chefs uh, uh, that work there, and and we basically just try to do a, a mind tweak on Folkill, which is uh, a low ABV beer that uh, used to be really boring, that is really happening a lot of stuff. But for us, is uh, for me, uh, this, uh, when I designed the culture and, and what we want to do, this is a fresh rhubarb and cured lemon gose. Uh, so, uh, it smells lemon curd. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's cured lemons uh, and uh, fresh rhubarbs uh, and just a, a wild fermentation on a really tiny beer, which also makes it not taste like a beer. It's... Uh, it's almost acidic from the rhubarbs it feels because it's yes. a lot of rhubarb flavor. Yeah, yeah, and also the l- the lemons really mm. lend a but but the thing with the cured lemons is that it's a, a, a kind of a rounded mm. lemony. Yeah, taste. you get like the saltiness of the yeah goes around. Yeah, it's so yeah, it smells almost like. Um, like lemon, uh, like little caramels or something like that. Like mm. really, really mm. concentrated lemon, and has a yeah. lot more like uh, nose tickling acidity uh, yeah. compared to the other one. This yeah. one tastes almost like sour candy or something. Yeah. They're both very delicious, and we're gonna serve them both tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. But it's 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 basically just a a fun thing to do mm. to to work with a folkel thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, and still the acid doesn't like get too far away. Super uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Both are very delicious. The first one is more my my cup of tea. It's, uh, oh. I love the funkiness. Mm. The more the funk, the better. <laughs> <laughs> now this is uh, uh, this is also uh, uh, a whole separate culture in that mm. tank. It's a it's a we basically do it as a solera, uh, and uh, it has uh, fresh honey from Favikin as well. Uh, that is part of that uh, culture and was added to to the fermentation, uh, and also uh, some bread, uh, and also some of our house culture, but mm. with more added to that. And for, for those of you listening that know, don't know what a solera system is, it's basically yeah, it's, yeah, a pyramid yeah. of barrels, you could say, or, yeah. or Spanish yeah. explanation, where the first one, just you keep adding the older beer to the newer beer until you have a finished product, basically. Yeah, yeah. We do it basically, you take some out and put mm. some in. Mm. And they, those barrels have been going for three years now. Mm. And, and I really think they don't... Uh, uh, develop in a, in a bad way. It's still the, like the fresh, uh, because we even though we want to make <laughs> beer that <laughs> takes a shitload of time to do, yeah. we still want that fresh feel to it. Uh, even though, of course, like this has two year old beer in it, then it's gonna develop more of that funk uh, and uh, and heavier notes. 
But this is on the other side. You can you can also have that really fresh feel to it, mm. uh, and we really want to keep that. I would say. Definitely, it's a it's a great way to make good beer, and I mean, and after a couple of years, it's gonna be even more fun because exactly. So, so much it, it's really we we release our we we basically because we like them pretty fresh, and that is why we release them pretty fresh because of course you can have uh, even more complex I would say than beers, but that has that huge like barnyard. Uh, and horse blanket mm. nose, uh, <laughs> but that's not for all. But I would say these beers in 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 this state mm. is something I think can open a few uh, eyelids into yeah. wild beer. Definitely, uh, but the, I mean for the QV at twenty twenty, you can you could save it for a while as well. Yes, and, and yes, we'll and that, but that's up to you, yeah, exactly. uh, basically, because we like it where it is now. Mm. Uh, if you if you like. Uh, even more complexity. Save, save it. Mm. You can s- save it for five, ten, whatever yeah. years, <laughs> and it probably just get better. And and since we're pretty new to this, we we've been following bottles for yeah two years now. And mm. and yes, they do get better. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, which we are really happy about. Uh, they really uh, develop in in the way we want them to, uh, and I really don't think it's going to be all the barnyard and and horse blanket you you can find, <laughs> but that's not what we want either. We want it balanced, basically. Mm. Uh, not too much funk and junk. Yeah. Uh, still, like Just we. Just that perfect amount. Yeah, exactly. Perfect amount of funk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little bit curious about the food uh, pairing with these beers. Yeah. Like. What, what, what would you eat I w- with the first uh, one? And what would you uh, have? Uh, I will have uh, mussels with this beer. Yeah? Definitely. Uh, lovely. Lovely. Or... Uh, yeah, the Korean. Yeah, like the Belgian style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, I will also uh, do... Like this year... Like for now, we're... Uh, up where we live, we're through the uh, mushroom season. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's really, really, really good like uh, chanterelles uh, and mm. stuff like that like the autumn autumn creamy sauce <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and uh, for the other one I would use it for uh, lighter dishes or uh, appetit or yeah. something like that like a picnic beer almost yeah really nice yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly it's like uh, a little bit of cheese and crackers perhaps yeah definitely <laughs> yeah Really cool maybe? Stuff. I think this <laughs> like there would be a nice little introduction to this type of beer for people who don't uh, enjoy them as often as you guys do. Yeah, I think because yeah. they're not really that weird or you know they're really exactly. nicely put together and well balanced and the acidity isn't like I think a lot of these sour beers tend to go really really far up with the acidity, which has been yes. a problem for me with sour beers. Um, I totally agree. That's why I really <laughs> enjoy this one because you have yeah. this nice round foundation to kind of yeah. rest the acidity upon. Um, yeah. Very nice, very very elegant and complex, but still not too weird. Yeah, I would say the QV is like it's a little bit pet up feeling. Yeah, like I think yeah. it's like for yeah. people who like that kind of, it's fun to see how those two uh, like wine and beers kind of uh, the trends are kind of heading towards the same direction. You like this like s- slight uh, carbonation, acidity, funkiness. It's nice. It's a really good um, 
hipster beer, but you don't have to be a hipster to drink it, I would say. <laughs> no. Anyone would enjoy this beer. It's, uh, it's bomb, it's delicious. Thank you. But I enjoy this beer, and I'm yes. from Södermalm. <laughs> so you get the Aaron seal of approval as well. Lovely. Thank you. Thank Self, you. Uh, self-approved hipster. <laughs> Is that even a thing? <laughs> yeah. You should see where I live. Uh, but, really? but, uh, what you're saying about the beer is really where we want to be with the beer, and it's uh, lovely to hear. That's uh, awesome. It's almost like someone told me before what to say. <laughs> like that would be weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't have a script, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just, they just got back from the kitchen. Yeah, making some fried nice chicken. Little beer, beer pause. Definitely, yeah. it's a party tonight. It's a big party tonight. <laughs> we have our. Um, monthly recurring aloha sunday we call it it's um pretty industry forward like party concept that we do once a month um where we invite um brewers uh distillers um spirit brands and portfolios uh and we have like a really nice party for all all um industry people yeah it's the first one after the restrictions drop so uh Usually gets pretty nuts. God damn. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> we hope uh, it's going to get nuts. <laughs> yeah. So me and Leo is doing some fried chicken, Sandos, Sammys, Subways, whatever. It's a, it's a sandwich. <laughs> Never go some, wrong with fried chicken. Yeah, yeah, like. exactly. And then some corner cob, hot sauce. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I think lovely. it was like beer batter glazed and bourbon glazed. Mm. glazed. Mm. Yeah, it's so going to be super good. You're going to have to try it, I think. Yeah. Now, like, it's not like we can invite people from here because this is going to be released after the party anyways. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but still, next time, guys, no. be here. <laughs> this is yeah. what you missed. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get so severe FOMO after you see the photos from tonight. Yeah. So fried chicken subs and beer and bourbon and rye tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's the Pretty party. Pretty much so. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming in to the podcast, joining the Beer Bubbles family. It's been a blast. Enjoy the rest of your... Um, Afternoon. Yes. See Thank you later. You. See you soon. Uh, bring some beer. <laughs> so that was a fun little uh, guest appearance by Corner Club. The guys who are exceptional at making cocktails right now they do a food based menu a Michelin star food based menu mm. so they do drinks with uh, duck fat and uh, mm. caramelized onions and they just they go crazy <laughs> <laughs> so interesting it's, it's, it's gonna be fun. interesting yeah it's yeah. always fun to hear yeah. their opinion because when, they, when it comes to flavor these guys are spot on yeah. as you might have noticed they <laughs> <laughs> yeah the yeah. Ner- nerds as well yeah so love that love that <laughs> Uh, speaking now about when you talked about the the Kwe and the the Folkel rhubarb lemon gose, yeah, is it safe to say that because I had one question, like what's what's to expect in the years to come from Warby Company? Yeah, is is this something that you are pushing to? Yes, to do more. Definitely, yeah. definitely. We're we're actually now just uh, waiting to finish. Uh, uh, a couple of new spaces, actually. Uh, one is to be able to expand our barrel uh, barrel fermenting area. And it's going to... Like now, we only have three uh, 
X uh, red wine barriques, which yeah. kind of really limits the amount yeah. uh, of, uh, of wild beers uh, that we can do that go through the the barrel fermentation process that we do. Uh, we also do some uh, like the the rhubarb one is uh, that's only steel, uh, and uh, we do the mirabelle is still also just steel. Uh, but we really want to <laughs> to put that uh, into the barreling process as well, because uh, for us we really like the 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 complexity and flavors uh, that uh, the ex red wine barrels lends to mm. to our beers, and also get some other types of uh, barrels. Uh, but we're really ramping that uh, portion of the of our beers up uh, so we have some 500 liter x red wine uh, barrels uh, heading up soon heading up north <laughs> but because a lot of these beers you, you could as you said you could save you want them ready to drink fresh as well but yeah. you could save them for for a yeah. long long while yeah. uh, so are you are you putting away like half of the, the brew or are you selling uh, most of it or no no it, it's basically uh, finished uh, product uh, per batch now is 500 liters and they are basically out the same week we uh, release them and uh, but that is also the next step basically like we're going to be able to do uh, to, to split the batches in a way we really can't do at the moment so basically like half the batch can be released at one point or in half or a third or whatever like just starting to play around with time uh, in that sense I would say so yeah it's gonna just be more and more fun <laughs> to do uh, it's, a, uh, it's a whole nother thing uh, uh, but we really since we have our background uh, that we have we really enjoy these beers and and what they can do uh for also for like we have some of course really really great swedish wild uh wild beer brewers and uh, companies Rekreiet, for example mm. uh, and uh, we would just like to to add to that and with our idea yeah, I know there's a couple of breweries that started doing this as well. One which I can't mention because I think it will be pissed off at me. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's of gonna happen a shit ton. Yeah, there's in a lot this of barrels. Part of beer. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of barrels happening at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I think that's due to the pandemic. It's yeah, the I would sales say going yeah, down yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for uh, the restaurant side yeah. and, and all the A couple of months in, you saw started to see a shitload of pictures of barrels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you're yeah. bored, but uh, you don't wanna stop the brewing so yeah yeah. I, yeah, yeah for me yeah. that is great because this is my, yeah it's yeah. my favorite style of beer yeah. is the, the sour i know there basically are it's uh, so also weird stuff that's gonna uh, come out of that definitely uh, i like do know that for a fact uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean we all love belgian beers the lambics and creeks and yeah. gosses and everything like that that's brewed in belgium mm. but i i do believe that the quality that uh, a lot of Swedish brewery puts out now mm. is starting to. I, I wouldn't say that there are lambics, but 
It's going no, to a level no. where you uh, can enjoy them as much as you enjoy your Olympic. It's yes, definitely, definitely. It's um, much, it's so much more complex now than just a just a sour beer, a lacto fermented yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sour yeah. or something yeah. like that, which I also love. But mm. having this complex uh, one two years made of beer, it's, yeah. it's it's something else. Yeah, I think uh, I think this uh, definitely is gonna uh, develop a lot mm. in Sweden. Uh, in the in the coming couple of years, definitely. Uh, as I said, the barrels are there <laughs> for a lot of people, so it's going to be some some exciting stuff. I I would say that's going to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But going back to to Ode as a, a little yeah. town, there's uh, also another brewery there called yeah. Svartbergsfjällbryggeri. Yes. Which uh, we had on the podcast uh, a couple of weeks back, and maybe Sebastian comes by tonight. Yeah. Maybe would be fun. Yeah. So. Maybe I met him, maybe not. I don't know yet. <laughs> Even though you hear this episode <laughs> yeah. a couple of weeks after, yeah. I don't know around. Uh, from what I understood is that y- instead of, there's not a competition between you two. It's more that friendly, no, helping no. out each other, uh, small community. It's like, even though there are a lot of stuff happening in the brewery, brewing industry at the moment, I would say, mm. that, uh, that, uh, that might not be that good for, for the uh, like the brewing community, uh, I would say, uh, like uh, just like in the U.S., where you had like first, second, third, fourth wave brewers, uh, as as viewed by the by the brewing community, uh, there there has been a, a shit ton of money g- going into the brewing community mm-hmm. for the last uh, couple of years, but. The thing I love about the brewing community Ed, is that it's always friendly and mm. you can always ask and you can always uh, get help or uh, whatever. Uh, and and that is, for me, that is the soul of, mm. of and, a, and a really big part of why, uh, why we, we are still here and why... Uh, we enjoy what we do, uh, so uh, let's just keep on trucking <laughs> in that yeah, sense, and, yeah, and, and, I, and, I love and that. keep including people. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Sebe, the 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 head brewer there, is uh, is an awesome guy, mm-hmm. and we actually did a collab with them, uh, first collab uh, a week ago. Uh, oh. Yeah, so it's going to be a a, a really delicious saison I I hope yeah <laughs> yeah I do hope too that yeah <laughs> nice so a collab with uh, with Svartberg it's that's I want to taste that it's yeah 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 both so are great <laughs> breweries both <laughs> you and them so it's yeah we were both me and CC were pleasantly surprised with their burst as well yeah. and, oh. and I I tried to order the first time yeah it was last year actually first yeah. that I remember like 100% that I tried. Maybe I tried a community before or something like that, but yeah, yeah. Mirabelle was basically the, the first beer I tried Okay, you guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good start. Yeah. <laughs> Good start. Yeah. I need to stop talking about the Mirabelle. <laughs> 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 I think that is still the trailer on the YouTube. <laughs> that episode. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was really a lovely beer. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, as I said, we hope to... Have you talked to the guy who cut down the tree? 
<laughs> no, I will never do that. <laughs> because yeah, it was basically a, a kind of a guerrilla capture oh. <laughs> as well. I just jumped the fence uh, late night, put some wort <laughs> under that tree and, and picked it up uh, early morning uh, and brought it home to Ore, which is... Uh, uh, yeah, a thousand kilometers uh, from there <laughs> and uh, started to ferment uh, with what I caught. So, yeah, he doesn't even know about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically. You, you stole this yeast, huh? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ye yeast stealer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is hilarious. So, basically, when you were kids and uh, you stole apples. Exactly. And you go <laughs> yeah. yeast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you didn't even know that he's gone. So, I mean, <laughs> if you would be... If he would be pissed off about that, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So I was a hundred percent sure that I was gonna have a <laughs> Brett Sauer collab with the Benchwarmers sharing here tonight. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. apparently I got something else, which was I got the Cuvier 2020, and I was looking at the bottle, thinking that hmm. <laughs> it says nothing about benchwarmers here. <laughs> Do the guys at benchwarmers know that their collab doesn't have them on the bottle? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it turns out that this is not the, the, the collab. No. no, 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 no. Uh, but we have uh, also uh, Magnus at uh, as benchwarmers and I uh, met up uh, at, yeah, at the last brew school uh, we were at. And... Uh, 2019. We, yeah, 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 and uh, uh, it's a it's really a, a good spot to or the best spot I would say uh, to to just hang out uh, with other brewers, uh, and we found a lot of friends uh, through that festival uh, all over the world, and uh, and Magnus really wanted to do a, a wild uh, something wild, uh, so. For the last two years, we we've been doing uh, basically it's it's a Brett IPA, seven uh, percent, and uh, first year we did uh, single hop Sita. This year will be single hop Galaxy, and it's uh, it's it's a wild beer uh, that people don't uh, know that it's wild. Basically, it's, it's like Brett can be really uh, really clean. Uh, when when you wanted to, basically, not over time. It would certainly develop yeah. things over time, but uh, as we do it and as we uh, serve it, basically, it's uh, it's just a question of Brettanomyces adding those fruity uh, esters that it can under certain conditions uh, uh, to add to the beer, which is a fruity IPA, and it's mm. uh, like. Yeah, it's a it's a lovely beer. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't really ready. Oh, all right. Uh, so that's why you didn't get it. Uh, when we when we spoke before, I would say I, I think I said yeah, we're gonna bring the yeah. Benchwarmers collab. But I am uh, not disappointed at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's coming. Uh, it's just uh, it's in carbonation mode at the moment. Uh, I look forward It'll to trying it in a, in a few weeks then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it's ready. <laughs> yeah, when it's ready. It's ready when it's ready. And that's how we... Like, you have to, to have that uh, patience and, and uh, time uh, when working with the wild stuff, basically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to wrap, start to wrap this up, but I just want to... If, if 
if somebody wants to try order beer and or visit order, yeah. Uh, first of all, where, where can they find your beer and what's the easiest way to buy it? And when they are in order, yeah, and they visit you, yeah, uh, in some way, yeah. <laughs> I would say the the short answer is no, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the longer answer is that uh, we have a, a really really good uh, and long relationship with uh, Parkvillan and Ore uh, Café uh, and Kalle, who's coming here later. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just had to get something to eat. <laughs> just got ah. a text. <laughs> uh, uh, is is a part of us. Uh, uh, since uh, yeah al- almost uh, two years now mm-hmm. uh, and it was basically we were uh, at a point where okay should we get a tap room and, li- and w- since we're we want to brew beer uh, even though Daniel's a chef uh, and he could easily run that ca- <laughs> that small kitchen mm. it was like no let's not do that uh, Kalle does it in, in the best way possible so let's team up instead. So right. that is how, what we decided upon. And uh, he's been with us now for two years and, and really uh, lets us have some taps at, at the bars. And so that is definitely the place to go. So in that's order. basically your yeah. tap room. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes and no. Uh, because mm. uh, Kalle, Kalle has always been uh, a, a free tap house. Mm. So it's not about that. Uh, and he will still keep running it as a free tap house, uh, which is the only uh, one <laughs> locally. Uh, and uh, yeah, so if you want to experience our beers uh, uh, you can definitely do that at those places but we're we have long relationships with uh, a lot of the restaurants uh, in in and around the village so uh, it's hard to to find a spot where it's not at it's just uh, if you want to try the full range go to Parkvillan and Orel Cafe Parkvillan or Earl Cafe and yep. I guess you, you can find yeah. some and up to as well. are the key to getting to go to the brewery. But you can always stop by and say hi, definitely. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also good, always good to know. Yeah. And you can also find some at Systembolaget. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, we're not big fans of uh, Systembolaget. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we prefer to work with restaurants. Yeah. That's uh, It has always been that way. But yes, we do. We're at Systembolaget, and you can find our beers there. You can always find some at Alietat as well, because there yeah. probably always be some order stuff here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Probably save some <laughs> as well. So <laughs> there will be some beers to drink here. Yeah. And we're about to finish up with the last question, the the hardest question on the podcast, the only question I'll put you on the spot with. Not you're again. about to die. Yeah. What's the last beer you're having? You can have anything you want. Uh, okay. Uh, Uh, just something, uh, something uh, with that with complexity, I would say. Uh, so uh, I had a really good lambic yesterday. I will go for that. Uh, yeah, 
what's it called? Girardini, something like mm, that. Okay. Yeah, I would shoot that today. Yeah. <laughs> or, or my own Folkel, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A complex beer or the Folkel. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank you for having me. Very nice to have you here. And I haven't said that, but yeah, CC isn't here yeah. yet. Uh, you're for you guys, when you listen to this episode, you have already heard him because he's going to be in the yeah. intro. But <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be here in about an hour and a half, maybe. He huh. stops working in 50 minutes. So he's going to be here tonight in a bar trying your beers as well. Yes, as always. And guys, whatever you do, drink, drink better, better beer. beer.